mom came into the room and she's like, look at my phone. And then I couldn't see it. So I had to look at mine. I'm like, oh, I can't bet against Tom Brady. I have the Bucks winning 31 to 27 and Tom Brady going to his 10th championship. Yeah. And I really think the Clippers chance to win the championship was last year. And they were up 3-1 against the Denver Nuggets. Chris Paul is one of the most underrated players of all time. He's been the best player wherever he goes, and that includes with the Rockets. You said you can't bet against Tom Brady, and as a Cowboys fan and what I just did last weekend, I am not going to bet against Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Connor McDavid, Leon Draudsteidel. I mean, that's all I can really say. Uh, There's two of the top five players in the league, and they're, they are very, very good. Hello, I'm Taylor Hearn, and you listen to The Outsider's Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NBA Opinions of the Week. We're so close to the start of the season, but not yet. Still got to finish our top tens. And um, the man that, uh, did you, no, you're more of a shooting guard, so not the small forward, but you would be the small forward of our team, Austin. Yeah, uh, I think if we played like amongst friends, I would probably be even bigger than that. But I mean, in the in the in the scheme of how I play, yeah, I play more like a shooting guard. And um, make sure to check out our previous video and a uh, correction for that video. Landon Bow was the first guest to return and not do an interview with us, but to do a separate segment. The first guy. To come back as an interview was Simon Mendenhall. Yep. So, but really had a great fun uh, talking to Landon. I don't know if that was grammatically correct, but it's so much fun. I forgot my grammar rules. So thanks again, Landon, if you're listening. And uh, now let's just get into this top 10. Austin, I was telling you this when I was working on this list, I just worked on power forward and center because I was like, well, this guy's not small forward. Well, he's a he's power forward. I'm like, okay, well, I'll put him in my power forward list. And then I went into my center. So uh, very intrigued on where you are at. To me, this one, I'm curious. Um, do you, oh, I do have an honor. I do have some honorable mentions. In the, okay. Do you have any honorable mentions or no? I can add, I can add okay. one. Um, so I have, my three honorable mentions are Paul George. DeMar DeRozan, and Harrison Barnes. Paul George didn't make the top 10? Here's the thing. is I'm like, if he's a small forward, and I consider Kawhi a small forward, what is he? He's a small forward? You can have two small forwards on the same team. Okay. Okay. Then he is probably my 10. Yeah, he's my 10. Wow. Oh, I want to talk. You have a 10? Okay. Yeah. We're going to differ. I already know we're going to differ by a lot. So, okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll say an honorable mention to Franz Wagner. Uh, Franz was amazing for the, uh, the Magic last year. Uh, he's a great young player that's uh, contributing uh, to hopefully a better team this year. But he's still young and still has stuff to work on. So, I don't have him making my list. Yeah. Okay. So, who's your 10? My team is Andrew Wiggins. Uh, Wiggins is a good defender. He only did play, I think, 37 games last year, but that was because of personal issues. Uh, His defensive ability, along with him becoming an improved shooter, 
Uh, I think he's a great player, and I, I do consider him a top 10 small forward in the league. Okay, he's my nine, but like now that I'm thinking about it, I put Paul. I I probably take Paul George ahead of Andrew Wiggins, so. So you'll move Paul George. I'll to move nine. Wiggins to ten. I'll share him with you and Paul George because Wiggins I think got really overhyped because of what he did in the playoffs with the Warriors when they won. He was injured this year, but to me, Paul George is low for me because of his injury history. Um. Okay. Yeah, so, my my problem with that is just every player on this list almost has injury problems. So I'll go into my number nine. My number nine is Brandon Ingram. Uh, okay. Ingram, another guy that just was uh, plagued by injuries last year. He only played forty five games, while Paul George played fifty six. Uh, Ingram averaged twenty four point seven, uh, six and six. Really, he's a great player, but he just couldn't stay on the court. Okay, um, so that's your nine, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that's a great way to – I was like, how do I describe this list? Yeah, they've all dealt with injuries. Um, but, yeah, I um, – so, yeah, my – I'll let you do your eight, and then we'll go to my eight. So, my number eight is DeMar DeRozan. Uh, DeRozan is a great offensive player, one of the best mid-range shooters in the league at, at the moment. Um, he shot over 50% from the field – the past two years, averaging 25, 5, and 5. Uh, he still is struggling to shoot threes, but um, he's become an improved passer over his career, and I just think he deserves a nod. Okay. He's my honorable mention. I, I'm not – like, he's very good. Um, but my aid is Mikel Bridges. Um, he's great defensively, and then we saw that glimpse of the offense – yeah, I had Bridges as a shooting guard. Oh, yes, yes. I remember you bringing him up. He was a shooting guard. I am as my small forward. Yeah, he's played small forward a lot in his career, but shooting guard with the uh, Nets last year, his entire time with the Nets, and I think he'll continue as a shooting guard, okay. so I decided to put him there. Yeah, no, that's fair. And um, to me, he would be higher if he keeps that flat, that offensive aspect, with as well as that defensive aspect to his game. Um, where he can really handle the ball because all the guys I have ahead of him have that offensive workload and have shown that. Um, so that's why he's at eight, but he could definitely shoot up this list. Yeah. Who's your seven? My seven is Brandon Ingram. I know he's dealt with injuries, but he's that guy when I'm talking about offense, when he's a guy I think really shows that offense more than Mikel Bridges or we just haven't had that much with Mikel Bridges based on a situation. So who do you, who's your seven? My seven is Jalen Brown. So I do have two players on the same team here. I did not have Brown on my shooting guards list. He played small forward last year. Uh, even though he'll probably play shooting guard this season, he's played small forward for a large por- portion of his career. So I have him here. Uh, great player still has stuff to improve on, but when you talk about players that can go, uh, defense and offense he's one of the best yeah that's that's fair um who's your six my six is uh Kawhi. Kawhi is uh a player that i the guy right above him i'll just say i'll, I'll say my next guy too i'll just say five and six together my five is paul george so between okay. paul george and Kawhi, both deal with injuries i'm just more concerned with injuries with Kawhi than i am with paul george 
Uh, Kawhi played 52 games last year. Paul George played 56. So George played a little bit more. But when we consider the past couple seasons, uh, George has played significantly more because Kawhi didn't even play in 21-22. And now only played 52 in 2021. Uh, while George in 21-22 played 31 and then in 54. So he's played more games than Kawhi every uh, season of the last three. So I, I trust his health more. Uh, especially heading into next season when it's a big year for the Clippers. Yeah, okay. Um, so my six is Chris Middleton. Um, offensively, he does a little bit defensively. I thought of him. I was like, oh, wait, he's shooting guard. I'm like, no, he's a little bit of a small forward. So he's here. My five is Kawhi um, because I know he's dealt with injuries, but to me just when he's on and healthy – He's, to me, a top five small forward. And I would take him even with that injury. I, I'm i not high on Paul George. And um, part of that may be because I remember playoff P, and he also annoyed me a ton. So Kawhi, to me, is that main guy. Who's your six again? My six is Chris Middleton. Wow, okay. Uh, if you look back last year between Kawhi and Paul George, they both averaged 23.8 with Kawhi averaging – a tiny bit more rebounds and Paul George averaging a little bit over one more assist. They're roughly the same player regular season wise. Uh, Kawhi's a little bit more efficient, but Paul's on the court more. So yeah, I, I, I can understand it. And Kawhi to me is just the playoffs in that run, but that's so long ago with the Raptors, but even with the Clippers, um, maybe Paul George does do that with the Clippers and, We'll just have to see. But um, I, I thought I would have Kawhi higher, but I was like, no, the injuries, he's lower. Um, really, when we – who's your four? My four is Jimmy Butler. Uh, Butler, this is mainly because of playoffs and the fact that I trust him in the playoffs to be one of those premier players. But I have him lower because of the regular season. Uh, we saw the Heat get an eight seed last year because of what Butler refused to do in the regular season. Uh, I don't know if he necessarily takes it less seriously or if he's just kind of going through the motions at time to avoid injury, which is sometimes smart. But at the same time, I, I do think that his uh, regular season impact is not as great as the three guys above him. Yeah, um, I'm perfect agreement with you there because Jimmy Butler is my four. Um, he's above Kawhi for me because of his consistency. He's on the court. And also playoffs, he really does turn it on. But yeah, regular season, I just, these top three guys are better to me, even though they have dealt with injuries. And it's just they are better in the regular season. And But Jimmy Butler is incredible in the playoffs, and he's a top five small forward. Who's your three? My three, so this is one I kept going back and forth, back and forth on, especially with the Drew Holiday trade. I view Jason Tatum as a small forward, but... Apparently, I saw something KP may be playing the five. I'm like, that. But then someone was like, no, KP's going to play the four. Al Horford's going to play the five. Then you have Jason Tatum at three, small forward. To me, Tatum is really young. He's such a great player offensively. It's just, can he turn it on the playoffs? We saw him in Philadelphia. But these other two guys ahead of him, for me, are just better and have done it longer. Yeah, but... I think I know the two guys above you. Mm -hmm. uh, I also have Tatum in my top three. We'll get to him when we get to him. My number three okay. is LeBron. Uh, great player, but 
you could tell that he was kind of slowing down last season, uh, whether that's because he was out games with injury or the fact that he was not as good in the playoffs as uh, LeBron usually is. And I know that's a very high standard, but he said it for himself. So uh, last year in the playoffs, I'm only averaging 24 and a half on while shooting 26% from three. He's still an amazing player. Top, uh, definitely a top three a small forward. Yeah. However, I, I do think he struggles at times to be uh, the player he used to be. That's that's fair. Okay, I'm very intrigued. Um, who is your two? My two is Kevin Durant. Durant would be – I mean, this is LeBron and KD. Both guys have missed significant time the past couple seasons. Uh, if you look back last year, LeBron played less games than Paul George. So if we're going by injuries – LeBron only played 55, so I don't really think Paul George is as injury-prone. Obviously, he was out for the playoffs last year, but Paul George isn't as significant injury-wise as I think we make it seem like. Or maybe it's just that players are missing a lot of games nowadays. Uh, Katie only played 47 games last year, uh, only eight with the Suns while playing 39 with Brooklyn. But uh, his injury concerns, again, it makes it very difficult for me to have him higher. Uh, so I'll go into my one. It's Tatum. I already said that I had him. Uh, Tatum's the guy that I think is the best player on one of the best teams in the league. And averaging 30 points per game last year was remarkable. I have him and Brown on this list, so two players on the same team, just like I have the Clippers. But Tatum's really taking that next step, especially in the playoffs in the <clears throat> in the series against the 76ers. He took over that game six to save their season. And that's something I will remember going forward. Okay. Um, back to the Paul George thing. I, I understand what your point with injuries. To me, I just don't see the highs of the guy with injuries, like Kevin Durant, who's also my two. Um, is I just don't see the high of Paul George, and that may be because he's taking less and less of a role with the Clippers. Because I wasn't really paying too much attention when he was still on the Pacers. Um, and then when he was with the Thunder, I really remember him on the Clippers. So I just don't see him as the main guy on that team. So that influences me because what are, when healthy, what is Paul George providing? That's what I'm viewing it as. And I view Kawhi provides more when healthy. Well, uh, between those two, Paul George was third in MVP voting in 1819. So okay. Paul George has been that guy before. And when you consider what he does with Kawhi, they both average the same amount of points. Uh, Paul George, back with OKC in 18-19, averaged 28-8-7 while leading the league in – or no, 28-8-4 while leading the league in steals with 2.2. So he is a very good 3-and-D player. Uh, he shoots 38% from three for his career while averaging 21-6-4 for his career. Okay, and then, um, so it looks like you and I swapped three and one. Two is Kevin Durant um, for the main reasons like you talked about. He's really great, but the injuries hamper me, and he also hasn't done it by himself. One for me is probably legacy here is LeBron. Um, I, I just, I, I want to defer to him one more year, but I, could, I definitely can see Jason Tatum being my number one next year. The problem just, is, is he the best player on the Lakers? Because I don't think he good. is. Okay. 
I, I think Anthony Davis is a better player. I mean, AD last year averaged 26, 13, and 3, while averaging 1.1 steals and 2 blocks. Um, when you look at the playoffs, AD averaged the most – averaged 14.1 rebounds, the most in the playoffs, while averaging 3.1 blocks, the most in the playoffs. I, I This is AD's team at this point, or at least I think he is the number one option uh, on both sides of the ball. Okay. Okay, that's a fair argument. Um, but yeah, I like how we have the same three guys. We have Kevin Durant in the same spot. We're just differing on Jason Tatum and LeBron. Okay, um, so we all had the same guys, or no? No, I had Mikel. Mike, you had Mikel. You also had uh, Chris Middleton. I didn't have Middleton. You did not have Middleton. Okay, but do you consider him a small forward? Yeah, I would say yes. Okay. Okay, gotcha. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll have to see with LeBron. I. I do agree Jason Tatum has – I don't know if he's fully taken that step, but he's definitely on his way. I want to see him this year and when it gets to the playoffs too. That's fair. But, yeah, um, maybe – and then – but the problem is maybe he doesn't dominate the ball because of just that stacked team. So I'm very intrigued. That's true. Uh, any final thoughts and I'll let you close it out. No, thank you guys for listening. Uh, who did we miss? Who should be higher? And uh, who should be number one? Because Kevin and I couldn't agree. Thank you guys for listening.